we overcome by the blood of the lamb and by the word of our testimony because it's not just mine it's our testimony and when we share that with each other it gives us the motivation well if god did it for them he'll certainly do it for me this is the unseen story first-hand accounts that reveal god's love and power in the lives of his children what god has done for our storytellers he lives to do for you the Unseen Story is a nonprofit that relies on financial support from listeners like you. Please visit our website, theunseenstory.org, to find out how you can partner with us today. In today's episode, Veronica shares how she heard from God in A Message for Single Mothers. Well, my name is Veronica, and I live right outside of Houston, Texas, in a small town called Rosenberg. And I'll start with five years ago, I was hitting a milestone birthday. I was going to turn 50 years old. Middle-aged woman, I felt, okay, I'm hitting the middle age. Well, at night before going to bed, I would think, Lord, what am I doing with the gifts and the talents that you have given me? How am I using them to honor you, to bless you, to glorify you? I want to do something for you. What can I do for you? And I knew the Lord spoke to me and said, I want you to write a book. I'm not one to say that the Lord speaks to me audibly, but I know with most people, and this is what he did for me, he prompts my heart. He speaks to my spirit. And this particular time in December, when I would get up to go to the bathroom during the night, I felt the Lord nudge me and he would tell me, I need to speak to you. I want to tell you something. And I would, I would just, the flesh got in the way and I'm like, Lord, I, I'm so tired. I'm so sleepy. You know, I get up early in the morning. And so I would just say a quick prayer, whoever came to mind, whether it was family, friends, coworkers, neighbors, whoever came to mind, I would just say that prayer and I'd go right back to bed. And this happened a few times over the span of two weeks. I want to tell you something the Lord would tell me. And I'm like, Jesus, I'm so tired. I'm so sleepy. Well, on the morning of December 30th, it was four o'clock in the morning. I'm laying in bed, sound asleep. And all of a sudden, I hear these words. Single mothers are important to me. Single mothers need to hear from me. I immediately opened my eyes and I'm like, Jesus, wait. Please wait. Let me get to my desk. Let me get to a piece of paper so that I can write the message that you have for me. Because I knew that's why he was trying to wake me up. And so I'm throwing off the blankets and I look at the clock and I run to my desk. And he speaks to my heart and he tells me, they need to know I'm here for them. They need to know I will never leave or forsake them. They need to know I am their provider. They need to know I love them. Single mothers are important to me just as I was and am important to you. This is where you have the most experience. This is where you have the most victories. Single mothers are important to me. Tell them they're going to make it. And this is what I want your book to be about. And it was true. I had the most victories and the most experience as a single mother. 
I'm reminded of 2 Corinthians 4, 8. The NIV version says, we are hard pressed on every side, but not crushed. God, from the beginning of writing this book, immediately after he spoke those words to me, he starts giving me the chapters of the book for me to write and what I'm going to write about. Going back over my notes about that, I reread the note that said, don't worry about editing. You're writing this. You're not editing this. And one night in prayer, he, gets, he tells me this. I am the author and finisher of your faith. You see, God starts writing that story, our story. And when we mess up, when we sin or we just mess up or we don't follow his path, we don't follow his will, he gets out that editor's pen. And he starts rewriting or changing the the storyline. He's the finisher or the editor. And God has proven author and finisher in so many different ways of my life, of my journey as a single mother. Every chapter that I wrote led me on this journey of joy. Yes, there was the hard struggle But to remember and to go back and think how the Lord answered every prayer, how he came through for every single need. There wasn't a need that went unmet. He used people in my life to believe for me, to pray for me. There's an instance where a dear friend of mine and my mom kept telling me that there were programs that would help single women, single mothers buy their first home. I just didn't believe it. And so I wasn't even looking for a house. And my pastor's wife comes up to me one day and she tells me about this house in this neighborhood that she thinks I should go look at. It's a foreclosure and it would be perfect. It's in a nice part of town, nice neighborhood. And she encourages me to go look at it. I didn't listen to her advice. But then my boss's wife comes into the office And she asked me, have I considered buying a house? And I'm just dumbfounded. I don't know what to say. And she said, she tells me about this house in this neighborhood. These two women have never met. They told me about the same house within the same week. So by this time, I am very curious at what the Lord is doing. I still don't believe that I can do it myself. So I'm going more through the motions to satisfy my pastor's wife and my boss's wife. Okay, I'll go check out this house. I take my my children to go and see it. And because it's a foreclosure, the windows, the mini blinds are all open. We're able to look into this house. My kids immediately fall in love with this house. They're so excited. They're already picking out their bedrooms. And I'm walking around. I'm like, Lord, if you want this to happen, you got to move some mountains because you know how much I make. It is not a lot. How am I going to do this? When you bring God into it, what does the Bible say? All things are possible if you believe. I believed he could do it. I just didn't know if he wanted to do it for me. And then within a two-day span, I get the scripture that says, rise up, take up your bed, and walk. The first time I read it, I'm reading my devotional, didn't think anything of it. 
The second time I, I actually hear it on the radio and my ears perk up. I'm like, okay, that's the second time I need to listen. I didn't know what it meant. I truly didn't know what it meant. Then the third time I'm reading the newspaper, our local newspaper, and they always have a verse of the day in that same scripture, rise up, take up your bed and walk. Why that scripture in a newspaper, that random, I I felt like, well, that's just a random scripture that the editor picked out, but it wasn't. It was the icing on the cake that God is telling me, get up, do something. You need to move. You need to put action. You need to put feet to the prayer of what I'm doing in your life. You're getting this house. I contact the realtor and the realtor guides me. And he says, you will be outbid, but HUD likes to see a family. They want to know that it's not an investor. They would rather award the house to a family than an investor. And I was awarded the house. I, was, I won the bid that was $30,000 lower than the, the highest bid. And there's a story behind that as well. That $30,000 was the back child support. My ex-husband owed me, never paid it. But God spoke to me and said he was going to give me my money. And that's how he did it. He did it with the difference between my bid and the highest bid. I just get chills because remembering that. We all have a story and I simply shared mine in the way the Lord wanted me to by writing the book. Writing a book, not everybody is going to write a book, but you can write things down in your journal. You can have a notebook. It doesn't have to be anything fancy. And when you are writing things down, remember that God writes your story. He's the one in control of it. He's the one that we want to be control of our story because there's so much joy when he is writing our story and we follow, we let him shape us and mold us into what he wants us to be. Not what we think our parents or our family or friends, but what he wants us to be and who he wants us to be. You would be surprised who needs to hear your story. Don't be afraid to share it. I know with social media, there's plenty of opportunity to share our story. There's plenty of opportunity to open up and share what God has done for you. Let them know, hey, this is a little struggle I'm having, but this is how God answered. This is what God did. That that scripture, that word that God gives to you about that situation, it may be something that will totally blow someone else away. I keep going back to that scripture. We overcome by the blood of the lamb and by the word of our testimony, because it's not just mine, it's our testimony. And when we share that with each other, it gives us the motivation. Well, if God did it for them, he'll certainly do it for me. He'll answer for me. The theme of my life, John 10, 10, he came to give us life and that more abundantly over and over. I may not have abundant riches as far as a bank account, but I have abundant riches and peace and joy and love and family and all the, all the, things that are, you know, eternal. We encourage you to ask Holy Spirit what He wants to say to you through this story. 
we invite you to partner with us through your God-given resources of time, prayer, and finances. Without your sharing, these stories don't spread to those who need them. Without your prayers, we are limited in what we can do for the kingdom. Without your finances, these powerful stories of God's supernatural love go untold. God has called us to share his stories, and we invite you to be a part of that mission. For more information, be sure to check out our website at theunseenstory.org. Thanks so much for listening.